Good evening, good evening, Saints. Um, this is Praise Tabernacle Bible Study on the night, uh, Way of Chaos Blog Talk. Um, thank you all for coming on and listening tonight. Um, don't know who all is on the panel that um, would be able to uh, chime in, but however, we'll be able to um, go forth with the word on tonight. And um, if the panel members, um, whenever they come on in, just let me know uh, once you get on, and uh, we will go from there. Absolutely. But tonight, Saints, um, not going to be before you too long, but definitely going to be able to uh, give a word and hope and pray that everyone uh, received the word on tonight uh, and hope everyone had a good week. So, Without further ado, uh, we're going to be coming from John chapter 10, and the topic verse is going to be verse 9. Again, that's going to be John chapter 10, topic verse is going to be verse 9. We're going to kind of pick up um, from where I left off on Sunday with preaching the message um, and kind of at least take it and go a little bit further and see what we can break down throughout the scripture because on Sunday we had a you know a lot more technical difficulties and just other difficulties so um some of it was not broadcasted well the word wasn't broadcasted so some heard it some didn't so we're just going to try and add to what was uh what was preached and and taught on Sunday see what we can get out of this lesson um on tonight and I just thank everyone for listening. Thank you all that are tuning in and and uh, lending your ear on tonight. So, um, like I said, verse number 9, John chapter 10, verse number 9. And the word of the Lord is read, uh, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastor all right and the lord gave me for a topic on tonight the only way in is through the door and before we go into the word just want to open up a prayer lord jesus coming to you tonight lord asking that you would just be in the midst on tonight lord send your holy spirit to take over father god and guide everything on this bible study on tonight lord we just like to thank you for the opportunity on today to be able to teach your people, Lord, on tonight, Lord, so we don't take that for granted. And thank you for the panel members. Um, thank you for those that are listening. Thank you for everyone in their respective places, Lord. I ask that you would uh, keep everyone safe, um, those that are at work right now um, on the panel that may not be able to make it. Um, if anyone's um, out of town right now, I ask that you would grant them traveling mercies, Lord. And we'd just like to thank you for all that you do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen, saints. So, again, tonight we're going to be talking about who uh, who Jesus is and how he is a good shepherd. And verse number nine is where the topic comes from. But before we get into the body of the message, just want to go right into 
our intro, uh, we have to understand that every day throughout our daily walks of life, we'll go through multiple doors. You have your doors to your house. You have your doors to your car. You have your doors at work. Hey, man, any place that you go to, you may have a door. And these are very important because it allows us access to what's inside. It allows us access to what's behind the door. So we have to think about it. There's multiple doors, as they say. You have the door to freedom, door to success. You have your door to your problems, door to your solutions. You have your doors to opportunity. Uh, People have heard these sayings, different cliches, but all of these may be multiple doors. However, there's only one door to salvation, and that door is Jesus Christ. So on tonight, I just want to explain a little bit more about that door and what's behind that door. So just hope and pray that everyone on tonight get an understanding. So we're going to pick up on verse number seven. And when we pick up from seven, we're going to, uh, we got to, we got to kind of understand that Jesus already spoke about verses one through five. He went over a parable in one through five, and he kind of breaks it down at this point. But for time's sake, we're going down to verse number seven and pick it up because he kind of re-explains it for the people. So this is what it says. Then Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. So Jesus starts off by saying, you know, a whole mouthful just within those, you know, couple of verses if we look over that. You know, Jesus is beginning to share with the people that there is a difference, you know, between the the kinds of shepherds. And, you know, before we get too uh, far into the lesson, you know, let's talk about shepherd. You know, so a shepherd is a person who herds, tends, and guards the sheep. That's the natural duties and responsibilities of a shepherd. Also, spiritually, a shepherd protects, guides, and watches over a group of people. So that means spiritually, a pastor is a shepherd as well because a pastor watches over God's sheep. And the natural sheep, lives in the sheepfold, and that sheepfold has barriers around the setup, and it also has a front door. So it's kind of, you know, just like, you know, within your house, or, you know, you got your main four walls, and you also have your front door. Well, in this case, within the sheepfold, just so we can kind of get to understand this, they have a barrier uh, to keep the sheep in and keep them inside, and then from there that you have a door, and that door sometimes, Um, It could actually be a door, or sometimes the door is the shepherd himself because the shepherd will literally guide the sheep and literally protect the sheep and literally be right there. Um, So this parable that Jesus is going over 
It's more so connecting to that point in time and what the people were familiar with so that he can bring out a, a point. So he has a point to bring out, but he's using a parable, using the story to be able to, you know, kind of properly – uh, connect with the people with something that they understand and something that they get. But So he had to go over everything. So naturally, you know, the sheep can get a little bit vulnerable, but the sheep, you know, they aren't, they aren't stupid. You know, the sheep know who the shepherd is, you know, and, you know, uh, they only listen to the shepherd. So someone else comes into the sheepfold, they won't hear them, just like the word says. We look at what the word says in verse 8. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. And Jesus, you know, uh, Jesus is taking the time to point out how some folks can make their own way unto the sheep, which is God's people. So we're talking about not only he's using the illustration of the the natural sheep, but also we're talking about God's people, which is the sheep. And, you know, these folks that have made their own way, they go around the door and try to get to the sheep. So these folks are false preachers and teachers that Jesus is referring to as thieves and robbers. So he says that because they didn't go in through the door, which is Jesus Christ, then there are thieves and robbers. So these folks um, became pastors, teachers, preachers because of their connections, but they weren't connected to Jesus. You know, instead of going through the door because he made it plain and clear in his word that he is the door, they went around the door. So these are some of the people that Jesus is beginning to point out uh, how they uh, are misguiding you know, or or try to misguide the sheep and try to come in the wrong way instead of going through the door. So we have to understand that false teachers and preachers are thieves and robbers because they operate in that way. They operate just like it. Uh, So we look at the definition, well, just kind of like what a thief does. A thief uses deception and distraction to steal, and then a robber uses force to steal. So these false teachers and preachers are trying to steal the ears of the children of God, meaning trying to get your attention to push an agenda. But the sheep won't hear them because the sheep that understand and they know the shepherd, amen, and not just any shepherd, they know the good shepherd, then they won't listen. So at the end of verse 9, You know, that good shepherd who is also the door, he is the door to salvation. As I said, and the only way in is through the door. And Jesus Christ is the door. Amen. And as we continue to look forward um, on the word, verse 10 unto 11, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Verse number 11, this is where you make it plain and clear. I am the good shepherd, and the, the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. 
So in the beginning of that verse along, you know, there's many applications for that. Looking at um, verse 10, what, what verse 10 says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So there's many applications that can go into that. So first off, you know, the thief literally comes to steal and also kill and destroy, right? That's literally, you know, what the thief comes to do, to steal, all right? And there's folks out there that will steal from their own family, kill their own family, and definitely destroy their own family, right? And it's enough on the news about this type of stuff every day. So it's not something that, you know, we're just – you know, throwing out there, but this stuff actually happened. So these folks uh, that went in went through the wrong way, and they didn't find the door, which is Jesus Christ. Again, that's a thief. They didn't go through the door, which is Jesus. Amen. Then the other way to look at this is uh, back to what we're currently talking about. When we're talking about a false preacher comes to steal because they are all about money and money motivated and not about soul winning. And that's what you're supposed to be doing as a teacher and as a, as, as a preacher. You're supposed to be working on that and winning the souls for the kingdom of heaven. You know, there's been false preachers to kill. Amen. And one of the infamous ones, amen, to do it was Jim Jones back in the, back in the 70s. So that type of stuff happened in in real life, you know. So these types of things that Jesus is talking about, this stuff happens, you know, currently, you know, uh, with false preachers. And false preachers try to destroy the word of God by using manipulation and deceit to push an agenda. They destroy families by committing adultery amongst the sheep. And, and also, you know, you just got to watch out for folks like that uh, simply because uh, they don't know and, and, and everyone doesn't know the good shepherd, you know. But his sheep know his voice. And if you know his voice, then you can't be fooled by these types of preachers. That's why it's important for us to know the word of God. Amen. And, and, and Jesus, you know, he didn't leave it there when he talked about uh, talked about the thief and everything with the false teachers, he didn't, he didn't just stop there. Jesus left us a little bit of words of, uh, of encouragement. He says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And guess what? So salvation is a one-way street, and the only way in is through the door, and the door is Jesus, and the good shepherd is Jesus, and the good shepherd who gave his life for us is here for us. Amen. So we got to understand that we have to follow the good shepherd, and we follow the good shepherd through the door. Uh, at this time, I don't know who are all on the panel, if anyone would like to speak or on anything, if you have any questions or any comments, uh, now would be the time if anyone has anything to say on the panel. All right. All right. We'll just uh, keep going from there. From uh, verse 12, we're going to go on down unto 15. So actually, let's go back to 11 on, down on, on the 15. I am the good shepherd. 
the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. And then verse 15 says, As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. So a hireling is a person who only works for pay, and especially during a born job or, you know, with little or no concern for the value of the work. That's literally the definition of a hireling. Now, with that being said, and that's the actual definition, as I said, by the way, uh, a hireling is someone that is put in place and hired to do a job. So in context, that would be, you know, a shepherd, a hired shepherd, but but wouldn't assume all the full duties and responsibilities of a shepherd because they don't care about the sheep. They've been put in place. Um, They don't really care about what happens with the sheep because that's not their sheep. So they don't really have the same type of connection with the sheep. So, and to put that into perspective, just like, you know, a false preacher really don't care about, you know, the children of God. The false preacher is just like a hireling, and the sheep are the children of God. So these type of folks can't be a true overseer because they don't go through the door, which is Jesus. So when the big bad wolf came in, so to speak, they dip. So as soon as um, the problems come, as soon as the devil comes, they dip. You know, they're not even concerned about the sheep, you know. So that's kind of what we're, what we're getting at in a, in a point that I want to point out is that basically when it comes down to those false teachers and false preachers, they really don't care about the children of God. And first off, if they cared about the children of God, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing in the first place. It wouldn't be misleading and guiding the people in the first place. You know, but the good shepherd cares for the sheep and laid down his life for the sheep. Now, that's a good shepherd. Amen. So it's a big difference between what everybody else would do and what the Lord would do for you. See, the other folks, these false teachers and false preachers, They'll just get up there, like I said, because they have their own agenda. They have their own personal gain. They have their own thing that they want to want to accomplish, and they're not worried about God's business. They're not worried about doing what it is, what thus says the Lord. They're worried about doing whatever pleases the flesh and whatever applies to that. So it's a big difference. That's why, like, you always have to be on watch and, and be careful of who you lend your ear to simply because you never know if that person has ill intentions or if that person is trying to, you know, implant something that is not of the word of God. So this is why we are going over some of this stuff so that we can be encouraged and so that we can be on the lookout. So it's not just for us to think that it's all about and, and focusing more on the, the false teachers per se, 
as if we may know one, but it's also about if you're the sheep, if you're the if you're a child of God, then you have to know the word of God. You have to know uh, the voice of God because if you know the voice of the Lord and you know that you you read your Bible, you study your Bible, then you have a connection with the Lord, so you can understand when someone is telling you something that doesn't line up with the word. You know, and that's when you're like what Jesus is talking about and you won't hear them, you know. So you have to understand who these false teachers and preachers are so that you can know who to follow. And you have to follow the good shepherd. And see, Jesus is the good shepherd. He makes sure that his sheep are fed, hydrated, and protected. So you will be fed naturally. But spiritually, you will be filled by the word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. You will be hydrated because Jesus provides living water, and that's the same living water that he offered to the woman at the well. And that living water sprang up into everlasting life. And you will be protected because the good shepherd laid down his life for you. Amen. And no one can protect you like he can. So we got to understand that we have to follow the Lord simply because of who he is. And we have to make sure that when it comes down to salvation, we understand that that is a one-way street. And the only way in is through the door. So if you want the doors of salvation, then you have to understand that you have to go through Jesus. Amen. So all the things that you want, you have to go through the Lord. You got to go through the door. So you got to find out what's behind the door because Jesus is the door. So the goal is to go through the door, making sense to anybody. Anybody got any comments or anything? All right. That's no problem. We'll, um, at this point, we'll do um, – pretty much our halftime break, our offering, and then we'll go right back into the Word and get ready to finish on up for the night. Hope everyone is enjoying the Word. For uh, Thank you for those that are listening on tonight, um, those that are um, tuning in. We thank you uh, on behalf of Praise Tabernacle. Amen. On behalf of Pastor First Lady, definitely thank you all for tuning in on tonight and um at this point if anyone would like to be a blessing uh we do have our extended arms ministry and with extended arms um this is definitely what we are able to do within our community to be able to be a blessing and to the community to be able to give back uh to the people if anyone would like to be of assistance uh we do have a, a cash out for the extended arms and the Extended Arms Cash App, um, any donation that you would like to give, again, uh, no exact amount or anything. It will all go into a good place. We would thank you for it. Um, it's E-A, it's dollar sign E-A Ministry. That is dollar sign E-A Ministry. And that's, again, a singular dollar. I know, um, you know, I'm saying it. Kind of fast, a dollar sign E A 
ministry, the word ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Amen. So thank you all for anyone that was able to give, and we'll definitely continue to put that into the community uh, by way of extended arms. All right. So let's get back to the word. Verse 15. We're going to read 15 a little bit on down, and then we will get ready to conclude. Verse 15. As the Father knoweth me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doeth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. Verse 18. No man taketh it from me, but I lay down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. And this commandment have I received of my father. <laughs> Amen. So, thanks. So if we look at the beginning of 16, is where Jesus points out, uh, you know, some of the stuff with the sheep uh, that has now that have has now taken place. That the sheep are not of this fold is what he uh, begins to talk about. This is because he's talking about, of course. Jesus and the children of Israel, you know, were amongst the same original sheepfold, if we're putting it in that context. But now the Gentiles have been included and are part of the same sheepfold. So meaning that how things were is not how it is. Of course, that's the completed mission when we look at how Jesus came and, and brought salvation, of course, to the Gentiles and not just to the Jews, you know, how the word says he came unto his own and his own received him not. So we know that this was all a part of the plan. So Jesus is talking about more of that plan in the completed mission. So as he's talking about this, we have to understand that the original sheep or the original sheepfold um, was for the children of Israel. So when the Gentiles got included, that's what Jesus is talking about. That's the part where everyone uh, where everyone began to be included, those that had an opportunity. Everyone has an opportunity to serve the Lord, to accept Jesus Christ. So that's what we're talking about within that verse. It's talking about having the opportunity to be amongst the original sheep, and be together and just fall under one shepherd. So now all the sheep, the Jews and the Gentiles, serve God together under one fold, and there's only one shepherd. So he is the good shepherd, and he is the door. So what we're understanding tonight is who Jesus is. You know, he is the good shepherd, and he's also the door. And it's important for his sheep to know his voice. Amen. And as I said earlier, you get to know his voice when you continue to study the word of God through prayer and simple conversation. Now, 
that's the part for us, and it's, that part of the message is for all of us. And that part is, is not just for, you know, for just a, a certain group. That part of the message is for everybody. That's one of the most important things to understand that you have now been included and we have been in, adopted into sonship, meaning that we have been included into the same sheepfold. So, saints, it's also just a blessing to be chosen by the Lord to to be within the original, uh, on the same sheepfold as the original sheep. Amen. So we are the children of God, just like the children of Israel is what we're, what we're getting at. So that's where we should be a lot more excited. That's where we begin to get happy all because of the situation at hand, all because of the completed work at the cross. That's when everything opened up. When Jesus gave his life, that's what, he, that's what he talks about when he lays down his life. That's what he's referring to. He's referring to his completed work. If you look at verse 17, Therefore do if my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. In verse 18, look at what he says. No man taketh it from me, but I lay down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again, this commandment have I received of my Father. So, like he says, the Father loved me. Jesus did the completed work and the completed will of the Father. Just like anyone that um, are fathers today, if your children, your child does what you ask them to do, and does everything that you uh, required of them, you would be very proud of them. So God is well pleased. That's why he said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Because Jesus did everything that God asked him to do, everything that his father asked him to do. Jesus did it. Jesus completed what I would call mission impossible. Jesus bridged the gap. <clears throat> so everything that Jesus did was for the glory of his Father. So that's where the completed work happened. So, of course, God is going to be happy with Jesus. Amen. So we have to just understand that entire process. Just like, like I said, like if, if it was our child, if we were, um, looking at our own children, we would be happy if they would just listen. That's all we want anyway. I don't know about y'all, but, you know, that's all we would want anyway. <clears throat> Amen. So, therefore, do if my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh it, but I lay it, but I lay it down of myself. Couldn't nobody take Jesus' life. Amen. It was all a part of the process. It was all a part of the plan to begin with. So it's more so like he's saying that he laid his life down. You know, man uh, played the part that they were supposed to play in order to get the mission accomplished. Amen. So that's part of what had to happen to get the mission accomplished. And I thank God. For Jesus, I thank God that Jesus did the completed work at the cross, which opened everything up for us. 
and shed his blood, and his blood cleansed us of our sins. Amen. So we got to just appreciate life. Amen. Because life is so short, and we have to appreciate the fact that we are saved, and we have the opportunity to, to, to wake up the days that we have opportunities to wake up. We just have to have to be appreciative of just those small blessings. And if we can be appreciative of the small blessings, then, of course, we'll be appreciative of the bigger blessings once we make it over into the other side, once we make it to heaven, and then we'll be, really have our reward. That's where we're storing up our treasures in heaven. So we'll really have our reward there. Amen. <clears throat> And we have to, again, saints, we have to understand that Jesus is the door. And when he opens a door for you in your life, no man can shut it. And when he closes a door, when he shuts a door, no man can open it. So he has a plan for you, and I encourage you all tonight to see what's behind the door because everything you need is behind the door. And the only way in it's through the door. So I encourage you on tonight to go through the door. And I'm going to uh, go through these final verses, and then we'll um, open it up, see if anybody have any any comments, and, and that will be all. Verse 19-21. There was a division, therefore, again among the Jews for these sayings. And many of them said, he hath a devil and is mad. Why hear ye him? And others said, These are not the words of him that have a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? So Jesus is doing all this good work. And just like any hater, here they go. You know, so this is where, like they're saying that, there there was a division because you got folks, no matter how good you're going to do, somebody always got something to say. Somebody always is going to bring something up that shouldn't be brought up or shouldn't have been questioned or anything. And if, like we say, what we're going to learn tonight and how, how people have said it before, you know, if they did it to Jesus, they'll do it to you. So they, here they are questioning Jesus after everything else. All this good stuff that he, he had done, he had said, we're questioning Jesus. And in the previous chapter is what they're referring to when he, um, healed, uh, when he healed a blind man right before leading up into this. So he does all of that, heals the blind, and then somebody still got something to say. And all of that, as far as him making it plain and clear that he is the door and salvation goes through him, y'all ain't hear none of that with some of them. You, you didn't hear none of that. That doesn't make sense. How much more plain can he put it? He put it in verse 9, the topic verse. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. How much more clear can he put it? So Jesus made it, made it plain and clear that, like I said before, Salvation is a one-way street, and salvation goes through Jesus. Amen. And salvation, you have to go through the door to get to salvation. Like I said, the only way in is through the door, and the door 
is Jesus. Anyone got any any comments on that or any questions? No, so I do want to make a, a comment. I took a few notes as you were teaching on tonight, and I'm just going to read from them. Um, I wrote down, Jesus is our source of eternal life. There is only one way to get to the Father, and that is through the Son, which is Jesus Christ. These scriptures that we are reading on tonight warns us of false teachers and preachers. So it's important that we study our word and get it deep down in our heart. Um, We need to make sure that we are forming a relationship with Christ. So if necessary and the time comes where you do run across a false preacher or teacher, you won't be tricked. Um, You can be able to decipher what's right and what's wrong, what's from God and what's not from God. Um, anybody can anybody can lay down their life, but only Christ can take his life up again. Only Christ, nobody else. And it's plain. It's right here in the book. And as we talked about, even from our topic scripture, Jesus is the door. So, you know, there are people in life that are going to challenge us on what our beliefs are. There are, um, I mean, Jesus knew when he made the sacrifice for us to lay down his life that everybody wasn't going to accept him, but he still did it anyway. And somebody is going to challenge you on your belief in this lifetime. It's just what it is. So it's just important for us as believers of Christ that we study our word and have something, something in us. I don't care if you have one scripture that you lean on all the time. If you have something in you to combat those people, and no, I'm not saying you got to argue and you got to, you know, jump on somebody or shove the word down their throat because the word stands on its own. But just so that you can have something in your heart and in your mind so that you won't get caught up or mixed up if somebody comes in and try to challenge you on what your beliefs are. But, Again, Jesus is the door, and he is the only way. So great word tonight. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, As my wife just said, um, like I said, Jesus is the door. And also, there's going to be a time where you are going to be tested, just like she said. Somebody's going to come to you, uh, whether it be a, a Muslim um, that comes to you and want to want to talk about you know their religion and and the difference and all that. Then you have to be able to let them know the difference. You have to be able to have a go-to scripture, even in what we just went through, uh, what we just went over. Somebody can add you know the topic verse you know, along with whatever other go-to scriptures that you have. You can add. Um, John 10 and 9, along with that, because Jesus is making it plain and clear that salvation goes through him. So that's a good thing to be able to just add to the note and be able to know that, you know, who you're serving and salvation only goes through Jesus, not anybody else, not Muhammad, not Buddha, not nobody else. It goes through Jesus, and Jesus makes it plain and clear. So, For people that knock on your door and say this and say that, you got to have that word of God ready. You have to have that. And the only way that you can be ready is to have the word of God in you. So that's where you have to do your own part, do your due diligence, just like you're doing listening to 
Bible study tonight, but also taking it upon yourself whenever you get a chance to read the Word or even you can download a Bible app and listen to the Word and have that Word put in you. I do that often because of uh, when I'm on the road, I'm a truck driver, and, uh, and, and as I drive sometimes, um, I'll listen to the Word and get filled while I'm driving, you know, because it ain't like I can sit back and try and read and drive and read and drive. You know, I've done it before, but it ain't the best thing. So I, I definitely try to listen to the word. But um, absolutely great comment. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else, um, any comments, but if so, um, you can speak at this time. If not, we'll definitely get ready to go ahead and close on tonight. So anybody? All right. All right, saints, I think that's it. And we definitely thank you for tuning in. Those that tuned in, Chaos Ball Talk, thank you. Uh, Praise Tabernacle, thank you all uh, for those that were tuning in and listening. And like I said, just hope that you all were encouraged on tonight and get a better understanding. Hopefully there's uh, some good notes that you were able to take on tonight, something that you could take with you on to the next day and even on to Sunday, Lord willing, uh, until the next time that you hear the word or in between time. Just want to be able to um, be a blessing unto the saints. And thank you all for listening. All right. Um, go ahead and pray out, and, and thank you all for listening. Lord Jesus, I to thank you, Lord. For the understanding that we got on tonight, Father God, thank you for those that were able to tune in. Um, thank you for those that lended their ear. We'd just like to thank you, Lord. I'm praying for the saints, Lord, praying that um, someone got an understanding on tonight, uh, on that word on tonight, Lord. And we'd just like to thank you, Lord, for you sending your Holy Spirit on tonight, Lord, and just being there, Father, and just taking care of everything on tonight, Lord. And we'd just like to thank you, Lord. Thank you for the panel members that were able to be on. And, Lord, those that were not, Lord, thank you for them as well. Also, Lord, thank you for everyone on on tonight that was able to give something to uh, extended arms, Lord, and those that were not, I ask that you would bless them even more, Father God. Lord, I ask that you would um, touch every situation, Father God, that may be there, Lord. Also, ask that you would um, touch the Touch the body in the situation for uh, uh, Sister Belcher, um, praying for Deacon Belcher as well, Lord, for uh, got word with uh, her going to the hospital on tonight. Lord, I ask that you would just touch her body, Lord, give her healing, Lord, also give healing to um, Elder Oliver. Thank you for him, Lord, and, and touch him as well, Father God, and every medical situation that may have come about, Lord, I ask that you would just... Uh, just take that over, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, plead the blood of Jesus against anything that may come against them, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and we just thank you. And uh, Lord, we'll, as we uh, get ready to close, we read our great commission, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. It reads, Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. 
Amen, saints. Thank you all for tuning in. Y'all have a blessed day.